Hello and welcome to the True Growth Podcast. It's so fantastic to be with you here again right at the beginning of another month, the summer month of July, when this is going to be going out in the first week of July 2020. Most of the world have been shut down or locked in for a good three months by now. What an extraordinary time we are living through. Things are starting to ease up here in the UK in terms of people being able to get together with friends and family in small groups. And from next week, all our shops and um, restaurants and uh, places to go out are going to be opening up. So what a interesting change we have experienced this year. And I don't know what's been happening in the country where you're listening from. I do hope that you've been safe and well and that all those that you love have equally been able to avoid the worst of this pandemic that we've been experiencing. But I know that isn't the same for everybody. And I'm really conscious of that when I'm um, you know, bringing these podcasts to you, that even if you have managed to avoid you know, getting the virus, you may not have been able to avoid all of the implications that it's had on your lifestyle. So whether that means that you've been working from home for a long time now, maybe wrestling and juggling with family commitments and children home from school, or the responsibilities of caring for elderly parents and neighbours whom you haven't been able to really see, yet you've had the concerns and worries for taking care of them, providing them with essential food and things like that. It's just been a really fascinating time to be around in the world and to see the new challenges that we've been called upon to rise to. Many people have been furloughed from their work and use this as a fantastic opportunity to spend time doing the things at home which we just never had time for. And whether that's been taking up a new hobby or just relaxing and easing into your days, reading books and reflecting more on perhaps where you want to go with your life. I know that that has been, you know, really welcomed by many people. I do hear from people who actually are somehow feeling guilty for just being able to take time out to be with themselves and to find some new peace, some new inner balance. Today, I want to be talking more about balance, the plate spinning that we have to do every day, the perfection that we seek, and that feeling of frustration, when will I get it right? Because if you're anything like me and many of the clients that I work with, I know that your desire to bring your best every single day is really strong. And yet sometimes that can leave us feeling that we're not doing enough, that we're not good enough, that we have to keep striving and working harder. And I want to challenge that today because I'm not entirely convinced that working harder and seeking perfection is the way to a joy-filled life. And so that's what I'm going to be exploring with you today. So if you've been feeling a bit overwhelmed, struggling to find time or the money to pursue the things that you really want to do, if you've been feeling like it's got to be perfect or not at all, if you're frustrated with the lack of progress or at least feelings of lack of progress, then you are going to love this today. 
because I'm going to be giving you mindset tips and strategies and of course, actionable points that you can systemize the change you want to incorporate in your world. That's your day-to-day life because we know that what you do every day makes a difference to your future. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Before we get stuck in, I wanted to just give you a quick update on vivallen.com because I have been talking on a couple of these podcasts about my new shop that's been opening. I've got some of my workbooks that I want to be able to offer you for purchase. And of course, I have got the Foundations for Self-Care ebook. And all of these things I want to be able to bring to you in a really easy and smooth way because I know you haven't got time to be messing about. You want action and you want change and you want to see it now. And I'm just determined to bring to you the best of the things I have learned over two decades of personal and professional development so that you don't have to spend all the hours and do all the hard work. I want to bring you, I've reduced it all into these worksheets and book so that you can have the tools at your fingertips. However, (laughs) I've been having a few struggles of my own right now, whilst I've got all the parts, (laughs) I feel like I'm looking at a piece of flat pack furniture scratching my head and how do I get all these pieces together? So I have um, been building all of my website and all of these shops and all these things, the podcast and the blogs, everything. I want to put it into under one roof. And I've got this fantastic system called Kajabi, which is really powerful. And it's got so many tools. I've just been struggling to master it. So whilst I've been threatening to bring you a shop for a while, it hasn't really happened. At the moment, I feel like I've got one of those, you know, Swiss cuckoo clops that's kind of exploded and all the cogs are all lying around on my desk here and somehow I've got to work out how to put them all together so that I can make the process easy for you. So in the meantime if you want access to any of the things I've talked about whether it be the steps to success workbook or my foundations for self-care or this podcast if you want to have it delivered to your inbox every week, please just email me at vivallen2020 at gmail.com because right now that's going to be the probably the simplest answer for you and I'll make sure it gets to your inbox as quickly as possible. <laughs> so those are some of my own frustrations and you know I am an action taker and I believe in messy action over perfection. So those products are there for you, they're available. It's not perfect yet, but it will be. I'm working on it. In the meantime, really exciting news that's new for the podcast for the next six months is going to be my scholarship. Oh my goodness, I had a fantastic idea of offering one a free coaching place and um, I'm partnering with a student who's going to become a private client and 
we have a couple together to do what I call the scholarship program. And as part of that program, they're going to be working with me on my true growth framework. So using the 12 steps over the six month period, the 12 in person, which obviously over Zoom these days, um, sessions and all the unlimited coaching that they get in between the sessions and going to get to come on the podcast once a month. So I'm going to be bringing that episode to you because I think it's so important to be able to share what I do and to be able to show you a business owner as she progresses through some major changes and decision making. So this lady cat I'm going to be introducing to you later this month is actually a local business owner. She has a retail outlet and as you can imagine, she's been particularly challenged through this period. So we're going to be looking at how she navigates reopening and what changes she wants to make to her life over the coming months and we're going to be exploring that right here so one episode a month is going to be the scholarship it's going to be my live sort of monthly review session with Kat and um, I hope you're really going to get lots out of that as she shares her journey and we can learn because I believe that we learn a lot from other people's stories and I want to share that with you. But of course, I'm still going to be having a guest speaker every month. So that's going to stay the same. And then you're going to get a couple of episodes of me doing solo. So and where I can bring to you some of the tools and techniques that I use for my private coaching clients to help you find that success that you're looking for at home and at work. Because you know, my loves, I believe that we can do more of what we love with who we love every single day. That for me is the true growth, the true mark of success. Anyway, without further ado, let's get on with the learning. I know it's enough rambling from me. About, um, oh, it must be a good 10, 15 years ago even, I read a book called How Long Till My Soul Gets It Right. I think it reflected what I was feeling at that time, frustrated because life hadn't worked out the way I'd expected, that I was felt like I was being challenged on many different levels. And it also felt like no matter how hard I tried to be good and be good enough, it just simply, I always felt like I was falling short. And I was frustrated with that because the way the mind works, the stories I was telling myself, I looked at other people who I thought didn't try as hard as I did, didn't work as hard as I did, didn't feel as much as I did, who seemed to be having a perfect life. (laughs) Of course, I know now that that's just an illusion because there is no such thing as a perfect life. We are here on this earth to be challenged, to grow. I know that now, but I didn't know that then. (laughs) So my longing for my soul to get it right led me on this amazing journey. And I found out so much through that experience about myself and about others and about this human condition. (laughs) chasing the perfect partner, seeking financial reward. What is an ideal client? I want to feel healthy. I come across so many people 
who have physical challenges and ill health as a direct result of their lifestyle and the choices they make. What does success look like to you? This is going to be absolutely personal to you. There is no right or wrong here, but I bet that a lot of people, when I've asked you that question, are going to give a monetary figure. When I reach X in my bank account, then I will be happy. Then I will feel relaxed. Then I will feel successful. Then I will know my worth. (laughs) Well, my love, I've got news for you. That is an illusion. That is just a story we tell ourselves. And it's a one that is, you know, a very common myth that is peddled. If you spend five minutes in social media, you couldn't help but be bombarded with people who are telling you about how they built their business in one month and they went from zero to hero in, you know, less than three months. And I'm selling my courses and making $100,000 in my first six months. And I'm sure lots of people are having those successes. But equally, that is just one element of the story. (laughs) I was very lucky um, recently, just before Falling Love, we went into this lockdown, the pandemic really struck. I was in San Diego at a conference. Um, I'd gone over there to do some personal and professional development. So so bring home some tools that I can use with my private clients and also, and share with you, and also take some time out for me too. So for my own growth. And um, one of the speakers at this event was Jenna Kerma-Lee. Now, I'd never heard of her before. I mean, how had I missed this woman? She is phenomenal because she's a powerhouse in her own right. What she is probably famous for, if you know her, is selling her business for $1.2 billion. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said. $1.2 billion. She is a phenomenal success in the beauty world. And she sold her business out to L'Oreal as part of the deal. She then went to work with L'Oreal. That was an option she chose. And she doubled L'Oreal's success in the time that she was working with them. And absolutely amazing, amazing result financially. But as Jenna would say in her talk, and if you ever get the chance to hear her talk, then I would definitely thoroughly recommend it because she talks about the struggle. So she went, got married and on her honeymoon, she wrote her business plan. Okay, so her and her her husband, they worked so hard for 10 years, solidly, like 100 hour weeks, because she believed in what she was bringing to the marketplace. She got told no a time and time again. And she easily, I think when you listen to her story, I think there are many points when many of us would have just given up and thrown in the towel, but she believed in her purpose. And her purpose was to bring makeup products to women who have less than perfect skin, i.e. 
normal women, not the airbrushed models that we see <laughs> in the glossy magazines, but people with normal skin that needs different types of makeup that is going to work for them. And anyway, as I say, I'll let you listen to her story. But it was just so inspirational to me to see how she never gave up because she had such a strong belief in her her purpose um, to serve ordinary women with a product that was at a price point they could afford that worked rather than selling them an illusion. And that was her mission and she believed in it and she followed that through. And some would say she's been incredibly successful to have sold out at £1.2 billion. And I'm not going to argue with that. However, she will also talk about in her her sort of keynote address the cost that that came at. For 10 years, they didn't see family. They worked. For 10 years, she didn't really take good care of her body. She was using caffeine and, uh, you know, not eating well and just everything was focused on work. Now, don't get me wrong, my version of success isn't going to be your version of success. So ultimately, you know, you are going to have to navigate your own version of success. That's one of the key things I work with when I'm working with my private clients is, you know, what is your vision of success for you? But I would say that Jamie herself says, I'm not sure I'd do that again. I'm concerned about the impact this has had on my body. And I know that I missed out with spending time with family and friends. So yes, she did get there and she got there really quick. And she got a phenomenal financial result, but it came at a cost. Now, my version of success is to build that successful, joy-filled life, free from fear that holds you back so you feel confident to take action that you need to in your business and in your life to make changes that you need and yet no part of you gets left behind. Not at the cost of health, not at the cost of your mental health, not at the cost of your relationships, not at the cost of compromising your values in order to get financial reward. I very much into building success that is fully aligned with your values, fully aligned with the life that you want to lead and building it from the ground up. So the first thing you need to be really clear about is how to build those foundations. Okay, where do we start? And that starts with that big question. Who are you? What do you stand for? What is your purpose in life? What's your mission? And of course, that might be a big question for this one little podcast, but I'm going to encourage you to spend some time today answering those questions. And I would really encourage you to do that written, sort of get your journal out and really spend some time working on that. And if you want a little clue, 
your purpose and your mission usually comes from the thing that fires you up. So if there's something that really gets you going, I would look in that direction first because it's likely to lead you into understanding what your purpose is. And then if when it comes to answering the questions about what do you stand for? Well, these come from your values. The great exercise here is to pick three words that sum up who you are. And if it's not who you are today, it's who you aspire to be. But get these three words and write them down. And then write them down where you can see them. Maybe put them as reminders in your phone. My three words are graceful, courageous and energised. Because that's who I want to be. The word graceful for me encompasses serenity, uh, calm, centeredness, inner confidence. A bit like an inner smile that you might get when you're practicing yoga. Courageous. For me, that word core, core comes from the French word heart. So living from my heart. And that sometimes means doing things that challenge me and push me out of my comfort zone. But they are important. It's important. My life's work is important. And it's important that I stand up for what I believe in and what I value. And of course, energised. I uh, love feeling vibrantly alive. (laughs) Sometimes my friends affectionately refer to me as vivacious viv because I have cultivated a natural bubbly personality filled with energy. (laughs) I do that with conscious intention. And I guess that maybe leads me on to one of the other points I want to cover with you today. And that is about acting with purpose and intention. So the first of the tips I wanted to bring you was to come to this understanding around your values. When you know what your values are, that becomes your strategy for choosing your next best step. And whenever you have any decision to make, you can run it through that value system. Will this choice, will this activity, will this thing help me to feel graceful? Will it allow me to be courageous? Will it fill me with energy? And of course, those are my three words. You choose your own, find those three words and then use them as your base. Because from that base, you can start to act with purpose and intention. You know, I don't know if you've ever come across this expression before, radiators and drains. So it's a perhaps uh, not such lovely way of of talking about different types of people that you encounter. But I don't know if you've ever had this, but maybe you felt there's somebody you've had an interaction with who you kind of walk away and think, oh, I feel exhausted. And now those kind of people we might call drains. So there's something around the energy that they bring to that interaction that just drains you. I'm sure we've all got someone like that in our lives or have come across someone like that. And then the other type of person is a radiator. Again, you know, you go out with them, you maybe meet up with them for a coffee, you have a walk along the beach, you know, 
and you just feel uplifted. They seem to radiate joy and energy and wow, you just feel great. Well, who are you? Are you a radiator or a drain? That's what I talk about with intention. So before you take an activity into your day, check in with yourself. Where are you? What is your energy feeling like? Are you feeling like you have got enough energy, you filled up enough that you can radiate joy, life, energy, or are you feeling a bit depleted and actually looking to others to help you fill you up? Because if you are, you're at danger of being a drain. So know what you need to fill you up first before you seek that from others. Because we are a powerhouse. and We have got unlimited potential and unlimited reserves of energy. We just don't know how to harness them. A bit like I don't know how to harness the power of Kajabi at the moment, but I'm getting there. And we don't know how to harness the power of us, what we have. So know what you need and bring that to yourself. Know what feeling you want to bring to that activity or that interaction. Decide that and then bring it. And also know what feeling you want to generate. And I know that I live my life with full intention to be joy-filled every day. So I do what makes me feel great, what fills me with happiness. And sure, yes, there are frustrations I've shared with you already. I'm human too. Don't get me wrong, I'm not swanning around in some graceful, blissed out state all day. But my intention as I meet my day, as I meet each activity, before I go on a call with a client, uh, before I go into a meeting, is always to bring the joy for me and for those I interact with. So that's the second thing, act with purpose and intention. And the third point I wanted to bring is about building your foundations. This kind of goes back to the point I was talking about right at the introduction. You know, these are all elements, you know, what does success for you look like? What does it feel like? For many of my clients I'm, I'm working with, they are struggling to bring balance into their life. Now, they might be trying to overcome mindset blocks that are holding them back. Yeah, maybe there's some stuff that's been based in the past that is just not helping them in their business. I know one of my clients, you know, she uh, was just literally just leaving a full-time corporate job and then went in to set up her own business. And we I worked with her right at the beginning of that transition. And when you clients come to work with me, one of the first things I do is we do a little questionnaire to sort of set the boundaries for the work and the intention. And one of the one things she wanted to work with on was a key relationship with her dad that had bothered her. And she knew that she was working in a male-dominated environment, but she also knew she had some icky feelings around this relationship she'd had with her dad. And she knew it was impacting on the way she interacted with the males that were in her business and in her sphere. So she wanted to clear that up so that she could work more freely uh, without the encumbrance of, of having all these stories about that you know, what men are or are not in her mind. And 
that would lead her to be able to just get on and do the business without being held back by, as I say, these stories from the past. She cleared that piece of work, business launched in three months, filled her clients, the spaces that she had available for her clients absolutely filled up. <laughs> so it's magical. Like most people think, what's that got to do with my business? It had everything to do with the business because a business is built on relationship. And if we're bringing icky feelings, then we don't radiate the energy. And of course, people want to do business with us when we are filled with life, when we are joyful, when we're easy to be with, when it looks like it's going to be fun to work together. So clearing away some of the mental debris, I might be looking away or looking around, is one of the foundations for bringing yourself and all your intention together to work in perfect harmony for a balanced life, the balance that we're all seeking. And of course, we want to be remunerated. Money's a fantastic tool for helping us have more experiences that, you know, once we've taken care of our basic needs, which, you know, very fortunately, many of us have, uh, we aren't living in scarcity. We have got roofs over our head. We've got food in the fridge. And, you know, those basic needs are taken care of. So we're, we're looking to financial reward to bring more fun stuff to our life and more experiences, more luxury. But would you go after a client when it breached your boundary? <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Many of us do it. We do it unconsciously because we have this financial figure, a goal that we want to achieve, X number of clients in a certain amount of time is going to bring X number of revenue and I must have that. And then when we get into that mindset, it becomes, it's quite a masculine mindset to be honest with you about numbers and figures and targets. And we forget that that target figure is a human being and we are here to serve one another. It's not a sales figure, it's a human being. And that's really important because if we get into that, that mindset of sales and targets and numbers, we can forget about our value and who we value. And we can forget that that's a human being at the end of that email address or at the end of that telephone. You know, we have to see each other as the human beings that we are. So in order to stay on track, my suggestion to you is to start to build your day from last thing at night. I know most people would think that the day starts first thing in the morning, but actually I have looked at this, I've experimented it quite a lot, but actually it starts last thing at night because it's when we are preparing ourselves for sleep that we set the intention for the next day. So if we are spending, I don't know, working late, like up till late hours and then trying to get straight to sleep or um, not preparing ourselves well enough for sleep. So we're working right up till sort of 10, 11 at night and then just unwinding by watching some rubbish TV and drinking, then that isn't relaxing, that's collapsing and <laughs> That is the intention that you then bring into the next day because then you wake up in the morning, you're fatigued because you haven't had a settled night's sleep. 
then preparing yourself for your morning with your morning routine becomes much harder because you're sluggish and just there's a little bit heavier energy around and it just all gets a bit more difficult to get going. So it's like that generator, it's like that first sort of push on the, you know, I, I bike in the mornings quite often. So it's like that first push away with the pedal. It's like, oh, it's going to be really heavy and sloggy. But if we prepare ourselves well for sleep, we wind down properly and effectively from work. We nurture ourselves before we go to sleep. That means that the sleep quality is much more improved with that resting and recharge and restoration that happens overnight. It's a fantastic way to wake up in the morning. Zing! I'm wide awake and ready to go. You also know what's ahead of you for the day and you could own that day rather than losing it. And when you take charge of the day before it takes charge of you, that is when you have the foundations in place to be able to live from your values and to live with purpose and intention because you're owning that day. It's not grabbing you. You're not picking up your phone first thing in the morning, checking your social media and your emails before you've taken care of your own needs. And you do that because you know when you went to sleep last night, everything was fine, everything was in place, and you knew what your intention was for the day. So the foundations that you lay in your waking and sleeping count. All right, so it's all the transitions that you make between each state, each phase of the day, that's where you get the marginal gains. So I I did write the ebook, Foundations for Self-Care, and in that I do cover sleep. But today what I want to talk to you about is owning your day from taking charge. So start last thing at night, go to bed, whatever time it takes, because you know what time you have to wait, rise in the morning to make sure you get a good seven to eight hours sleep. Start working a good three hours before you go to sleep so that you've got effective time to relax your body, relax your mind. Spend some time journaling to reflect on your day so you can soak up all the lessons that you've learned that day. You can eat and prepare nourishing food. And then in the morning when you wake, get that generator going. Do what you need to do. But for me, my morning, I own my mornings. I love my mornings. I luxuriate in my mornings because those that's the time for me. So I make sure that I meditate. I do my yoga. I always do my exercise in the morning, principally. And then I spend some time reading, just a little bit of something really inspirational, but something from someone either has been recommended to me or I've just you know happened across. But I find that really great because it gets my mind thinking about the big wide world. I'm news adverse, so I tend not to tune into the news. I get my sense of the world and what's going on in the world by reading materials and works of other people. And this can be from, you know, Rumi or Shakespeare or um, more modern uh, authors, uh, Eckhart Tolle or Wayne Dyer, you know, anything like that. But that's really because those lessons, we've, we've been trying to learn how to be human for a long time now. So nothing much changes. And that we just keep trying to learn the lessons as best we can while we're here. But taking charge of your day before it takes charge of you. And my tip for you for that would be to start the day before. It all starts the night before. I hope that you have enjoyed these three steps that I've brought to you today to help you to 
find a balance and a balance that we are all seeking would involve keeping all the plates spinning at the same time. And of course, that doesn't happen. One plate's going to be spinning like a dream and then another one's going to need your attention. The balance I would suggest to you that you're ultimately looking for is about feeling okay around things not being perfect and accepting that at different phases in your life, you will have different challenges. And that means sometimes, you know, you don't have the eight hours sleep a night because you've got a young family. Do you work out how to manage your energy differently at those times than when you are able to sleep for eight hours at night? But maybe you are feeling more pressed in your financial needs because you have other demands for your resources, kids at college. So whatever you are doing, however you choose to live, however you term success, I'm going to encourage you today to look at success in the round. That means holding yourself together with love and starting from you and working then outwards because that is the foundations for success. That comes from the foundations of self-care. It comes from those foundations of knowing your values so you can live through them and then you can act with purpose and intention and you are running the show and it's not running you. And if anything I have said today has led you to question yourself a little bit deeper, good. That's the intention. If I can help you with that, then please do feel free. Just email me vivallen2020 at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to answer any of your questions and see if I can be of some service to you. In the meantime, remember to do more of what you love with who you love every single day. Until next time, toodaloo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 